Greeting citizens, this is Chris. And this is Ryan, and welcome to Halfcast. Yes, the, the relaunch of Halfcast. Um, to kind of sum it up, it was put on hold in as much as we were trying to split up and make Halfcast its own iTunes subscription, its own feed. So that combined with scheduling and actually getting together and getting them done, we thought since the foundation of the website has been the only podcast that matters, it was more important to focus on that and spend our time building up episodes and making sure those episodes were done, whereas Halfcast has become a uh, subsidiary, let's say, on the website. So uh, now it's back. For year three, we wanted to bring it back and make sure that we're posting them consistently. So yes, for quite a while now, yeah. <laughs> as you well know, we've uh, this, been trying to do this. Uh, yeah, this particular uh, show is going to become uh, a series with uh, Chris and I, sort of like a little chat show. And it is going to be titled Two Peas in a Podcast." That's right. Uh, the title of which was uh, <laughs> was brought to me by my girlfriend Jen, who you've heard here on the show, and I thought it was a fantastic title for the show. Yeah, it's amazing it's that someone like else play on words, to that. Yeah, which I, I really think is great. So that's that's what we're going to call it. Yeah, I, I can't believe we didn't come up with that on our own. To be quite honest, with yeah. You. <laughs> you, you can hear right now we we sound very very chilled out because it is a bit late at night and we've had a long day of. Website shenanigans. Yes. So, <laughs> very long day. Yeah. It's been great. Sorry, but yeah, we're, we're a little laid back right now, which is fine because Ryan and I, when we're not intense, we tend to be kind of like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. One of the ways you and I definitely get along. Yes. Which, uh, which leads us here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which leads up to this show. Um, and it's funny, too, because I've always regarded to a certain degree you and I being very, very similar when it comes to jokes, let's say, on the show and whatnot. In as much as a lot of times I'll listen to the episodes that you and I are on together, and I'll hear you and I kind of jumping at the same response at the same time, yeah, or grasping for the same joke. We think we're usually the like, same wavelength. I, I do think time. so. I've I've always thought that you and I have this certain. I don't know if it's the humor or it's just the the speed of thought, mm-hmm. which is it, I think it's unique, honestly, and that's one of the reasons yeah. I've always. Now we do that a lot. We speak to each other in movie quotes <laughs> on end. <laughs> and... It's, it's it's quite funny. Yeah, it we is. interact. So yeah, I mean, if you pair any two of us up, you'll get a unique relationship. But Ryan and I have decided to capitalize on our unique relationship <laughs> <Yes>. by <laughs> at least doing this show and uh, seeing what you guys think of it and how you guys enjoy it. Which uh, speaking of shows and speaking of how we got started, at least with podcasting, let's say you and I were both dealing with a heavy amount of uh, well, let's say a, a very dense lack of support. From our girlfriends at the time when yes, we were getting when we first started this, yeah, when yeah. we were getting the podcast started, when we were talking about it, and then once we actually started doing it, yeah, it was no interest from either one of them, no support, yeah, they zero it was support, yeah. You got all I heard was you guys aren't funny. Why are you gonna do a podcast? You guys aren't funny. Yeah, I just heard Which that is all the time. We false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I with stand that. by that to this day. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was really not encouraging. Even though I brushed it off. Yeah, it wasn't sure it wasn't something well. that stopped us. It's like, well, we're not going to do it because <laughs> the girls don't think it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, two fuck people that. don't think it's funny. Yeah, of course. And here we are over two years later. So yeah, good for us and fuck good them. for us indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it was kind of funny that you and I were both had that same time because Veronica was always supportive from the word go. So Andrew yeah. never had that problem. No. But Not at all. Yeah, you and I were kind of, uh, I say, commiserated on, on that point as much as like, ah, oh, she doesn't think it's a, it's a good idea, or it's it's going to be worth anything. Oh, she doesn't think it's a good idea. She thinks we're idiots. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's do it anyway. Yeah. Fuck it. So here we are. But it, it's kind of funny because, and this was prompted even more 
uh, recently while well, on a road trip back from, well, just a trip in general back from Atlantic City when I was scrolling through your iPod and mm. looking at some bands that you do listen to, which I wasn't surprised by because Andrew had always described you as he's emo, but he doesn't look like an emo kid. Before I've, I yeah. met you. I've always been pigeonholed as that. Just Even because though, of your taste in music. Yes. Yeah, just because of the taste in music. But, I mean, I, I never dressed or acted like an emo kid, so to yeah. speak. I mean, I, I had the playlist, but I didn't, you know, have the look or the actions. But, you know, that's just the, <laughs> the way it is. And, uh, yeah, Chris continually makes fun of me because the way this started is... Chris would not, never even really look at my iPod, but <laughs> he does this thing where he insists on bringing his own iPod into no, everybody no, 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 else's no, no, no. car. I, so I, there I, was a point where I threw down the gauntlet and I was like, no more. This is it. You're going to listen to my iPod in my car or you're going <laughs> to suffer and we're going to sit in silence. Now, it's not like that was a problem. I ne- First of all, I never <laughs> insisted we listen to my iPod. I always brought it just in case. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's not like I need to have control necessarily of what everybody's listening to. It's more... Well, I'm bringing mine with me. I'd shove it in my pocket next to my cell phone. And more often than not, we listen to it because maybe someone wanted to hear something which wasn't on. Let's say yours. or uh, um, Between mine, yours, Andrew's, and Jack's, let's be honest, who is more accessible when it comes to the music that's on their iPod? Well, I mean... <laughs> Overall, when it comes to the four of us being stuck in a car. Well, I mean, you, you, have, a, you have more music than most of us. Without a doubt. Um, all right, well, that's and, and true. As far as and, what and you put iPod, on your iPod, I, I don't really know how much you have on your iPod. Because exactly, I never let you choose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Ryan, now I can do fine with Ryan's iPod because there's more than enough that you like on there, or that you can at least tolerate. Yeah, but I know I've, that. I've yeah. never been bitchy about it. We're yeah. just like, fucking, we gotta listen to your iPod. I don't want to hear saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's yeah, funny. like I let you control that, and you, you pick. You know, there's there's more than enough that you. Absolutely, all the Sammy Hagar or Van Halen, mm-hmm. pretty much everything by the Wild Hearts. Um, Jack gave you a cheap trick disc, so that's yeah. on there. There's the plenty of classic rock. There's yeah. some eighty stuff on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm not. I mean, I have upset a weird playlist. It. I mean, there's a lot of weird, random stuff on it. It's kind of an eclectic collection. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you wouldn't expect. Uh, on my iPod. Oh, there are curveballs on there, which I. I mean, you you don't have to justify them to me, but there's mm-hmm. some random stuff on there, like. Well, first of all, an inordinate amount of glee for a heterosexual well, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the one thing. On top of Demi Lovato, Britney Spears' Christmas song. I like her Christmas song. Fuck uh, it. <laughs> well, you're you're insane. Yeah, I, I must don't be. understand how anybody yeah. does. Anybody, period. But you uh, it makes it even worse. But it's funny because I was thinking, looking through your iPod the other day, how ten years ago, based on your taste in music, and considering that, let's say, era in music where there were a lot of those quote-unquote emo bands i don't know what emo means and dan and i have debated this for years that all music is emotional yeah so i always thought the emo classification like calling that yeah. a genre of, way of rock music was stupid was basically you know emotionally charged music you know usually depressing lyrics about heartbreak set to up-tempo upbeat well yeah you know, upbeat music songs. yeah yeah which is fine but i mean all music is emotionally driven so then it was you know to some degree so it just seemed like a silly title but let's just say for the for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. that grouping of bands from the early 21st century, bands like Something Corporate, The mm-hmm. Starting Line. Yes. Um, Basically all of drive Through Records. All of drive Through Records. Absolutely uh, true. Finch, you know, bands like that. Yeah. And, and, I, and I was Fall a total, total whore for drive Through Records circa <laughs> 2002 uh, when I was in college, when I was just starting college. And any band that was on drive Through Records, chances are I was listening <laughs> to them and going to Warp Tour and... 
wearing nothing but Hurley shit and, you know. <laughs> well, that, that was the time. I mean, at that age and considering that time frame, because I turned 18 at the end of 99, mm-hmm. so on the cusp of the new millennium, something you don't hear a whole lot about anymore. At that age, being a teenager, it's appropriate to a degree to listen to yeah. songs about heartbreak because you take everything too hard. Yeah. You're still very naive. I mean, I was 18 and, you know, stupidly falling in love with girls and mm-hmm. not getting it back and, you know, things like that. And it's, it was something that I could relate to. Oh, yeah. Lyrically. Right. And that's more so than music. It's it's always the lyrics that I connect with first. And, you know, the music obviously helps, you know, if it's an upbeat yeah, song course. or something that's catchy. I like that as well. But I, I'm one of the people who listens to the lyrics and tries to connect with with what's actually being said than just like, oh, I like this song, but I don't really know what it's saying. Uh, I agree a with deeper you. into it. And I feel like there's always a point where, you know, I, I felt exactly what, you know, this, this singer is saying at, at one point with a specific girl or specific situation or what have you. Yeah, that makes sense. And being 18, 19, let's say, if you're talking about when you're going into college, there was a period of time when I was 19. I mean, it was a, a couple of months, maybe even a year, where I told you, I was talking about the other day, that one Dashboard Confessional record. Yeah. I listened to... Yeah, the places you've come to fear the most. Yeah. That's The it. one that's my favorite of, of his. Yeah, I did yeah. listen to it frequently enough, in as much as, for, for a while, because of oh, heartbreak and all the other yeah. stuff. Frustration. And with it the, ranges, the like, the, the whole emotional spectrum when, basically, a man just gets ripped apart by a woman. And the, the whole album was basically a, sort of a, a chronology of heartbreak yeah and once i got over that it was kind of uh, i can't stand all these other bands and i told you i have the one ep from the starting line i don't and i them. was i was blown away by that i'd yeah <laughs> i never thought in a million years I'd <laughs> <laughs> i should send you a photo of me holding it up with a shocked look on my face yeah couldn't but believe it <laughs> i do i, I have the, that one ep that they put out following the yeah, make yourself at home ep yeah yes that's mm-hmm. the name of it See, yeah. I don't even remember the name. That, they, that came I out I have my it. first year of college. Yeah, and I have it too. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, because I pulled up, um, was it Best of Me? Yeah, the yeah. acoustic version that they did on that EP. Yeah, yeah. which is fine because I like acoustic mm-hmm. versions anyway, and I found yeah. it to be less annoying than the electric version. Uh-huh. <laughs> but see, those that pocket of bands, oh, I couldn't get into at all. That's why I feel like if we had crossed paths at that point... Oh, yeah. I probably wouldn't have talked to you. And no. I'm just being realistic with, uh, yeah. with the way I, mean, I was at the time, where I was incredibly judgmental about people's taste in music. I mean, oh, there, so was I. No. Yeah, there were in, girls who were interested in me who I wouldn't date based on their taste in music. I yeah. mean, I'm... And that it sounds horrible, but you know what? You're, let's say, 21, 20. You don't necessarily... I mean, that you don't know that that stuff matters but doesn't matter as much as you think it does Yeah, at that age. And there was a time where I would listen to nothing but that stuff. I mean, and there's a lot of older stuff that I listen to now that I used to make fun of my parents for listening to and didn't understand how anyone could like something from the 70s or 80s or anything that was older than me, for instance, I would basically just blow off. Oh, yeah. But now I have a much deeper appreciation for older music and, you know, classic rock that I would never listen to, you know, or even look twice at. So, yeah, who would have thought when you were younger? It's evolved over the years without a doubt. And I listen to less of the emo stuff, so to speak, nowadays. Yeah, you It's still all on my really. iPod. Once in a while, I get nostalgic, and you know, there's certain <laughs> songs that I'll go back and listen to, and I'm like, oh, my God. Ten years ago, this girl ripped my heart out, and these were the songs that got me through it. And I don't yeah. know. It's just once in a while, I dust it off. Let's, let's fast forward a little bit when it comes to musical taste, because it, we've talked about it so much, particularly in, in the second year, given a lot of media and uh, criticism we got but 
Let's talk about your. <laughs> people are going to be tuning out like crazy right mm-hmm. now because like we've heard this so many times. We've heard yeah. enough about this already. But let's talk about your how how you fell in love with the Sammy Hagar era of Van Halen because it's one I, of the things you and I are flamingly in love with. Yeah. <laughs> in as much as I mean, we defend it to the death to anybody, I had always preferred. Van Halen, when Sammy was in the bands, um, there were always a couple Dave songs that I liked just because they were catchy and fun, and I was young and stupid and <laughs> didn't really, <laughs> yeah, didn't really care. But that um, makes sense. Like I, I had Balance. That was the first Van Halen record I ever owned, actually. Yeah, likewise. Um, and I loved it. I, I loved the whole album. I thought it was great. And um, from then, I mean, I, I didn't become obsessed with Van Halen until probably about a year ago. <laughs> like literally obsessed with Sammy. <laughs> Hagar era Van Halen and Sammy Hagar in general and, and him as, in general as it's come yes. to be um, so I, I think he's just a, a ridiculous ridiculous person to be around and to, to listen to and I've listened to his whole autobiography and the whole story of his life and his trials and tribulations with Van Halen the good times the bad times and he just seems like an amazing person to hang out with, and I totally would. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just <I'm>, be his <laughs> his sidekick, his ward. And, you could be his young ward. I would. He could be. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I started collecting, you know, his uh, Van Halen records and listening to his older stuff from Montrose and his solo stuff. And I mean, as far as the two eras of, or two main eras of Van Halen. He's definitely better than David Lee Roth in every possible way. Yeah. See, I don't think there's any comparison, really. That's one of the reasons I want to bring up, because this is one of those things you and I share, and that we're both... Yes. Well, I wouldn't say we lock horns on a lot of things, but we're both very black and white people to a degree. Yeah, there's there's no gray. (laughs) You're wrong, and here's why I'm right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love it, so if you don't, you suck. Yeah. If I hate it, it sucks. (laughs) And it's, it's about the love. It really is. That's why I like... Sammy Hagar so much better in Van Halen than I did with uh, David Lee Roth because the songs were about love when Sammy joined the band and that's that's what I like. Yeah, I, there was more I, feeling, I more, there was more deepness. The lyrics were so much better. And sure, there were probably a dozen songs where love was in the title, but who gives a shit? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he can sing. That was it's better really than the that thing. like empty party rock that Van Halen was doing before that. I just, yeah, the music was was better. It, the records sounded better. They were more. The production was better on them. I, I just enjoyed the whole era. Yeah, I mean, I've never been anything. one. As much as I love hair metal, just the vapid songs about loose women, I just couldn't get into. Yeah, it's at all. I mean, I did for. Hey, I have every single Van Halen album except for obviously the uh, a different kind of trash and, and Van Halen three. Van Halen three. Yeah. So I have everything from the first album up to Balance. So. I, I do have those albums, and there was a point when I was more open to it. And obviously, Eddie's guitar playing in the early days was like nothing anybody's ever heard before, especially mm. if you talk to people, obviously, with me going to school and, and being taught by loads of guitar players who are well older than me. Just hearing their experience of hearing Van Halen for the first time and just thinking like, wow, that was like notes from the sky, as Paul Gilbert disca- described it to me. Mm-hmm. First time he heard Van Halen, it was it yeah. just blew his mind. I mean, as far as he's concerned, even even before Sammy joined the band, obviously he was an incredible guitarist, and I, I wouldn't trash his his music and his part of the the whole. As oh it yeah, were. yeah. But the, David Lee Roth's contribution, if you can call it that, yeah. I mean, he could jump and do splits. That's amazing. But yeah, that only and, takes and, you and so Michael far. Anthony too, and even Alex Van Halen, they're all incredible musicians. I mean, they they were you know a, a great band, but the the front man was. Yeah, just too integral to not be as talented as Sammy Hagar. Yes, but we spent the day 
We had, a, we had a really big day out, and we went so many places. We went record shopping and vintage vinyl. We went and saw Paul, because I was playing in the theater at the time, that yes. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost movie. And I think we listened to most of the audiobook, at least all the chapters concerning Van Halen mm-hmm. that day. And that kind of prompted you to, oh, I should really get this audiobook. <laughs> yeah, and I <laughs> because did. Because it was great, and, and it was great. I listened to all seven and a half hours of it and yeah, I probably enjoyed it very to it, thoroughly. I probably listened to it two, three times all the way through, to be honest with yeah. you. I revisit audiobooks a lot just because there are certain parts I like. I mean, I've listened to Van Halen stuff a ton mm. because it's something that's been... same. As you, like, I got balance in 95, 95 I think, when it came, when it came out. out. Yeah, yep. so I've just been sucked in since then. So the second half of my life, I've <laughs> been into Van Halen. So, yeah, I've listened to that stuff like crazy. And also, obviously, after Samuel that Van Halen, I instantly knew, okay, I'm going to be way more interested in what he does. And what he does from Compared to what they do. Exactly. Even if they didn't get back with Roth, and, and, and they... And they kind of did, did about but 16 didn't. times since yeah. then. And, and <laughs> for about five minutes yeah. after they got rid of Sammy or Sammy quit, however you look at it. Yeah, when it comes to music, though, overall now, that's why I feel like it was pretty perfect that about four years ago we actually met because mm-hmm. we shared a lot more things in common that had we hung out or known each other when we were younger... I don't know if we would have clicked in the same way. Maybe the sense of humor, because that yeah. was instantaneous with I mean, you I, and I. I've always had the same sense of humor. Even, yeah, me too. Even then, so. I mean. Which, it's funny, though, because we obviously were both friends with Andrew at the time. Yeah. We could very well And I don't, I don't remember ever, ever having met you at all, even, because I was friends with Andrew since you know freshman year of high school for both of us. Yeah. So, it's about 13, 14 years now. But I don't, I don't remember ever crossing paths with you. Yeah, not really. I mean, I didn't meet Andrew till I was a senior. Mm-hmm. So after graduation, so. I didn't see him regularly. But then yeah. fast forward to two, three years later, after you guys had graduated, and he started dating Veronica, and that's when he and I kind of reconnected. But mm-hmm. now you and I never crossed paths for whatever reason until, yeah. lo and behold, yeah. <laughs> June 2008, we met up on Point Pleasant Boardwalk, and uh, yeah. that's and it was, and instantly <laughs> fell in love. Life? Yeah, yeah, that was exactly what you said <laughs> to me. After I made a few ridiculous cracks, you hadn't talked yeah. much, and me being me, I was talking a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, one of, the, one of the first things you said to me was, oh, where have you been all my life? <laughs> I was just cracking you up. And to this day, you yeah. instantly, if there was a point where you and I were at like a a stalemate with anger, I just have to bust out my David Draymond impression. Yeah. And you would immediately that's, just start laughing. That's and my all Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. I think, I mean, it, I think it would take a lot for you and I to get to that point anyway, but oh, still, yeah. you're as soon as I did that David Draymond impression for you, you were practically on the floor laughing because yeah. it was so, well, it is accurate. I'm not going to, it is incredible. I'm not going to undersell it, but yeah. <laughs> there are recordings of it from, from various uh, show bits and, yeah. and whatnot. Actually, I think it's in, it's in one of the outcasts, but, yeah, you and I pretty much have been on the same wavelength as long as we've known each other. Maybe it would have happened had we met earlier. Maybe it wouldn't Maybe have. Not. So I think no. it's it's just so it was one of those things about destiny. It was meant to happen. Exactly. And it's a good thing I came along because that ultimately led to you meeting Jack and Jimmy yeah. and Dan. And you, you were the glory. Yeah. Yeah. In a weird, it, it's weird to think about even that when I, coming back, when I came back, and, and I'm not saying this in an ego way in case oh, anybody no, listening. That, that's, that's the reality of it. I mean, yeah. you kind of connected everyone together. The, the kind of the, the two sides, just mm. because I'd gone to work where Jack was and Jimmy was, where Corey would come to work. And I had already been friends with Dan at that point for nine years. Mm. Uh, and then Andrew had himself and veronica who i already knew and i'd yet to meet ron and ryan Hmm. so through just mutual socialization 
those two sides kind of came together. I mean, it, it was kind of all the more reason I feel like everything uh, you can, we can reflect on it now. It's been over two years now we've been yeah. doing this. That ultimately it was something that was meant to happen. And yes. It was meant to happen when it was meant to happen. Even with regard to me coming back to New Jersey, had I never moved back to New Jersey, spring 2008. I mean, I dare say we wouldn't be sitting here doing this right now. Yeah. It's weird to think how stuff like that it lays is, out. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I mean. I, like, had we met at a different time, you and I might not have gotten along. We very well may have, but it's one of those things, like I said, yeah, 10 that, years ago, let's say. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just t- based on musical taste then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it could have been. I know I was at that stage at yeah. least where I was just like, oh, God, he listens to what? Yeah. I think I may have been somewhat <laughs> reluctant when Andrew mentioned to me, like, he's emo, but, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't look emo yeah. shit. That's, so. that's what Andrew would tell girls, like, if, if a new girl would come around in my life, he'd, like, throw her through the gauntlet and <laughs> tell her all this, like, scary stuff about me to <laughs> see oh, if, she, yeah. she, if she sticks around. Yeah, Andrew, for some reason, feels he needs to haze everybody's He women. does. That's exactly and, what happens. Yeah. And, and, and make <laughs> and them if seem... You can, if you can handle Andrew, then you can handle anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because I don't know that actually impacts their opinion of the person who he's talking about. I mm-hmm. think it just impacts... The female's impression of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, your friend's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is he doing that? Is he trying yeah. to put me off you or something? Uh probably. Yeah. Yeah, hey, he, he just was... wants me to himself. That's why. Yeah, that's He's what to it scare is. you off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Well, see, we've been friends for so long. He's just he's worried about having less of me in his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Territoriality was mine first. That's right. See, it all comes back to the quotes with us. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that brings us to now. I think that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> for right now, I that's, think that's I think we beginnings. we touched on enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you guys like it, we obviously we'd love to hear it. If you want to hear Ryan and I kind of banter in a more laid back fashion, we can't promise it would always be that way. But on this occasion, it is. Yes, it is. But because, like I said, you listen to the shows. I feel like you and I are, are grasping for the same punchline at the same time, mm-hmm. or a heartbeat or two behind. Yeah. the other one with the same comment. Exactly. We, we overlap each other a lot, so I definitely feel like when it comes to that sense of humor, you and I have together. And while this hasn't been what the kids would call LOL funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's it still fun to, to get yeah. together. Yeah, no, it absolutely doesn't. I mean, that, that's what they, that's what the only podcast that matters is about. But it's something that we definitely like to continue doing. If you all want to continue hearing this, then we may very well spin it off to a series, but we figured mm-hmm. at least a half cast was a good place to start. Yeah. Where you get to hear us, just the two of us talking, conversing, and being two peas in a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I do too. Anyway, Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this episode. So, this has been Chris. And this is Ryan, and thank you for listening to Halfcast.